And so I've had this little voice going, who do you think you are? You know, we have that imposter syndrome sometimes. And I'm like, like, seriously, who do I think I am? But what I've got to the point is I've got, got to own what I bring to the project. You are listening to Amplify Your Success Podcast, episode 313. And today I've got a powerful and inspiring episode as we discover how to develop emotional intelligence in our future leaders. You ready for this? Let's get started. Welcome to the Amplify Your Success Podcast. Get ready to ramp up your revenue, amplify your impact, and make your mark in the world. This is the show for experts, thought leaders, and service professionals who want to shatter their limits and achieve that next level. You're going to find out from other experts and influencers how they made it. Now, let's get Amplified. Hi there, inspired entrepreneurs and business leaders. It's your host, Melanie Benson, authority amplifier for expert-based business owners. And today, I have one of my best friends joining me in the conversation today. And I'm really excited to illuminate something that she's been working on for many years. It's one of those big, bold goals to change the world, and she's doing it. And I can't wait to share how it's impacting our future leaders. Before we jump in, let's just talk about bold goals. As impact-driven entrepreneurs, we have no shortage of grandiose ideas and bold goals that could change the world, that could change us. And yet there's a real um, dearth of results. Like a lot of times we get frustrated and we lose momentum and we don't see results and then we give up on these bold goals. And oftentimes that's because we don't have a framework in place to really pull off those goals. And one of the things that I have used over and over and over again is my seven-step framework to add another six figures. Now, you can use this framework to grow visibility. You can also use this framework to really get clear on how to package position and move out into the world, something that feels so much bigger than you. So if you do not have it yet, I want you to go right now to amplifywithmelanie.com and download this very valuable clarity and confidence boosting framework that's going to help you achieve things that you never knew were possible by using all seven of the frameworks plus two bonus tips. Again, head on over to amplifywithmelanie.com and you can download it absolutely free as my gift to you. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome back, Amplifiers. We had a really powerful conversation lined up today. Let me introduce my dear friend, Natalie Ledwell. We're going to be talking about how to develop emotional intelligence in our next generation. Now, let me give uh, you a little background on Dame Natalie Ledwell. She is a best-selling author, host of the podcast, Not Over, Just Different, co-host of cable TV show, Wake Up, and founder of Mind Movies, the hugely successful and revolutionary online personal development company that has reached over 10 million people worldwide. Right now, she is launching her groundbreaking social and emotional learning curriculum entitled Personal Growth Studies into Schools here in the U.S., which is designed to empower youth from ages 5 to 18 years to live fulfilling and successful lives with high self-esteem and a vision for a bright future. 
Now I could go on and on and on about Natalie, but I also just have to say she is one of the most extraordinary women I have ever known and is a really, really close and dear friend of mine. And Natalie, I'm so excited to have you join me today. Yeah, darling. Well, you know, I always love being with you and I love chatting with you. And today we get to share that conversation. So that's pretty cool. (laughs) That's always like my great hope for the podcast is that I get to share some of the extraordinary conversations I would have, like sitting with somebody having a drink of wine or a cup of coffee or whatever, and we get to share it in a bigger way. And, um, you know, we met really around the world of personal development and entrepreneurship. That was kind of threw us both into a space together. I actually think the very first time we met, we were on a dance floor very late at night at a charity function, if I remember correctly. That sounds, <laughs> two that people that sounds dur- like me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and we, there was somebody that took one of us by each the hand and like dragged us on the dance floor together and said, you two have to meet. And I was like, oh yeah, of course. I now know why we have to meet. So very glad that, uh, I don't even remember who that was, but it was, it was a great moment for me. Um, I want to start by going back a little bit in your journey around personal development. I would love if you shared how you came to be in personal development and what was like the catalyst that got you on that path? Yeah. Well, I was first introduced to personal development before I knew such a thing existed uh, when I was 21. Uh, One of my bosses handed me a set of cassettes by Brian Tracy. And so I think you should listen to these. And at the time I was driving this 1972 Corolla and it was orange. It was called the baked bean because it looked like a baked bean. (laughs) And I would play these cassettes over and over and over in my car every time I was uh, driving. Um, And you know, when, I don't know if you remember the first time you picked up a book or listened to a tape or a seminar or something and you know, and everyone, and you just go, oh, "Where is this been on my life?" <laughs> it was kind of one of those moments, uh, and you know, that set of cassettes really helped me to mend my relationship with my mother, um, to uh, to really see life in a very positive way. I was a pretty ambitious kind of person anyway, but it really helped me to hone that ambition and funnel it in a way that was really productive. Like I started uh, managing fitness clubs when I was twenty one years old. You know, and a lot of it was to do with this personal development. And of course, the bosses I worked for at the time in the fitness industry, they would send their teams to Jim Rohn and Tom Hopkins and Tony Robbins. So I got to cut my business teeth on other people's business while they were investing a lot of money in me by sending me to all these seminars and and, um, retreats and everything, which was amazing. And of course, then I, uh, after that, I met my husband we got married, we bought a nightclub, um, and I was able to, even in such a volatile kind of an industry, be able to apply everything I learned in fitness, as well as all the personal development, you know, strategies and goal setting and, and things like that, that, you know, that I had learned before. So fast forward to 2006, uh, I'm, you know, sitting at my desk, having a monumental moment of frustration, thinking, what the hell is going on? I've got all these bills. I've got no money in the bank or little money in the bank. And I'm running four businesses at the same time. I'm like, this is crazy. Um, and then someone suggested that I uh, watch The Secret or go online or the DVD, get it sent. Um, and I don't know how I missed the law of attraction 
you know, I've read Thinking Grow Rich several times. Like, it's like, how did I miss this piece? So, um, yes. And then everyone's talking about manifesting and visualizing and so forth. So, uh, a friend of ours came to to Glenn and I and you know to approach us to go into business with him. And he had come up with this brilliant little idea of being able to, rather than doing a static vision board where you cut out photos from magazines of the cow you want, the house you want, the vacation, um, you know, so people would look at these boards and then imagine themselves on that vacation or driving that car. Um, he created a little slideshow. Um, which was like uh, PowerPoint slides with affirmations, photos that match the affirmations and music. So it was this dynamic, fun little movie that he'd created that was his vision board. And so um, he's like, let's go into business together. Let's, you know, let's help put the instructions up so people around the world can make these videos. And, uh, you know, at the time we had four businesses. Uh, Glenn could hardly turn on a computer. That was my husband at the time. And uh, I hadn't even heard of YouTube. <laughs> And we spent no time on the internet. So uh, we started from there, you know, and and then built this incredible empire that we have have today. Yeah, so The Secret, I think, was such an instrumental part of so many people's law of attraction wake-up call. And I know that, um, you know, you guys have created a very successful company now with Mind Movies. Well. What was the moment where you knew it had to be more than just teaching people how to use the law of attraction? Like, what was that surge in you or that clarity moment where you're like, there's something more I'm supposed to be doing with all this? So when I worked in the fitness industry, I really felt like I was in a a career that I was making a difference. So not only was I personally working with people and helping them with their fitness goals and to get healthy and, and all of that. But, you know, I was speaking on stages at the age of 24, uh, you know, educating club owners from all over Australia on how to structure their business, how to manage their teams, you know, at a really young age. So I'm like, I was at the top of my game and I felt amazing, felt I was making a difference. And then we bought a nightclub and I'm like, (laughs) sideways, sideways going for a little bit there. Um, And I, I kind of... You know, after we sold the nightclub, which was successful, and we did a great job with it, it was hard work, it aged us 10 years, um, we went through this period of time that I call my beige years. Um, and I call them beige because beige is such a nothing color. It's just, you know, we had all these different businesses, but we were just going through the motions. You know, and yes, we had some financial success, and then we'd have some moments like I had in 2006. And so it's like we were just, you know, going through life. But once we set up this, we put a little video on YouTube that talked about, you know, the law of attraction and my movies. Um, And we, I think we were charging $20 because we didn't know what to charge because it was just video instructions. Like, it's like, what do you charge for this? We didn't know what we were doing. But within a few months, we had that many emails coming in from people going, this has changed my life. I remember feeling this thing waking up in me like I felt when I used to work in fitness. Like, oh, we're making a difference here. This is, this is, we, we need to focus on this. Like, how, how do we figure out this internet marketing thing? Like, how do you do this? Um, and that's when we got really committed, boots and all, and, you know, committed everything to be able to, to launch my movies to the world. Um, and of course, from there, it's like, okay, well, this is one piece of the puzzle. This is the visualization piece. 
but you know you need to know the whole formula you need to know all the steps and so that's when we started creating the coaching programs and we have meditations and we have such a huge bank of uh, of products but they're all designed to uh help you to apply the law of attraction and to apply manifestation reliably reliably every single time you know because that's my that's my uh little trick my gift is that I can look at something because I really think in structure and linear and I can break it down into very actionable steps that, you know, anyone can emulate. So how, so at what point did you know you needed to bring this work to the kids program? What was that catalyst for you? Yeah. So I, um, I, cause I know I make a mind movie myself every year and uh you know at the beginning of the year i'll go these are the things i want to you know uh do so i did one for one year the next year i sit down to make the my movie again and realize i hadn't done anything or created anything that i had in that my movie and i'm thinking all right it's because i've got too much in there i can't do all of this you know as entrepreneurs we wear many hats and we go oh i can do this and i could do this and i had you know a tv show i had a book that i was writing and i had the kids program and of course my movies so I'm like, well, it's not going to be the kids program because, you know, <laughs> I'm not qualified and, you know, that's not my, I don't know what to do there, but TV show, that's pretty sexy. I think I'll do that. Um, and then of course, two days later, a girlfriend of mine who has two master's degrees is working with kids with trauma, reached out to me and goes, listen, we've got to do something to help these kids. I'm like, all right. So it looks like it's the kids program <laughs> because the universe went, nope, this is what you're doing. I'm like, Okay. And and the signs and the assistance and the help and support from the universe has been so great throughout this whole process because, you know, between you and I, I don't know if I know exactly what I'm doing, <laughs> but every time I need the next piece of the puzzle, someone comes in or something shows up that helps me to get through that next piece. So uh, a couple of times I have tried to walk away, but universe is like, nope, this is yours. Here you go. <laughs> So yeah, it's it's been an interesting ride. I guess that's when you really know you're on purpose, right? It's like you try to walk away from it. You try to close the door on it. You try to do all the other things yeah. and it won't let you go. Yeah. And and the reason I want to walk away is because it's um it's hard. Like it's hard. And, and m- most of all the other things I've been able to create in my life, I mean, launching my movies was hard as well. Um, but you know, I'm in my fifties now. I was like, oh, do I really want to work this? <laughs> I'm like, I do, but I don't, I do, but I don't, but no. And what really does keep me going? Cause I remember back in the beginning, um, when I was deciding, you know, should I do this kids program? Should I not? Uh, I remember reading an article about a 10 year old girl, a 10 year old girl who had committed suicide because she was being bullied at school. And I'm like, this is just unacceptable. Like, I know I can make a difference here. Like, I know I can do something to help, you know. Um, So, yeah, it was, it's what was one of those moments. And I keep thinking, like, the situation is so terrible right now. Suicides are out of control and kids are getting younger and younger. Um, And we're seeing all these behavioral uh, issues that we've never seen before, you know, because of the pandemic. You know, some kids handled working remotely fantastically well and others 
fantastically terribly. You know, it's been it's been a challenge. Some kids really couldn't wait to get back to school and other kids would, didn't want to get out of the car, you know. And then we have parents who have been in high stress for two years, really concerned about the safety of their kids and the health of their children. So they're showing up in a different way. And then, of course, teachers are copying all of it right now. And they're they're um, resigning in droves. So it's it's a it's a um, we're in the thick of it right now. Yeah. But, I know, but you know, there's always there's always the way through. And I think something like personal growth study, studies gives everyone involved, parents, teachers, and students, you know, tools and and methods to be able to you know handle their own emotions, how to regulate their emotions, um, and and how to really show up from a place of grounded confidence you know it's pretty cool let's let's unpack this a little bit more because you know I've, I've had a an inside ear to what you're bringing to the world but just to bring the rest of our community up to speed like what is the program and what are you bringing out to kids and I'm I'm, I'm really curious why you picked schools as the vehicle to bring <laughs> you so know the work because <laughs> like, I'm crazy. I don't know. Yes. Oh, I've thought that many times. Um, you know, it just from the very beginning, Debbie, who's my partner in this, uh, our vision was, you know, to have to give teachers tools to be able to teach students, um, you know, so that they, you know, can give them, you know, we, we the, the lessons that we have, I mean, yes, we have yoga and we have meditation, but we have gratitude, we have empathy. You know, we have self-esteem and self-love. Um, we have the definition of beauty. You know, for the younger kids, it's all about how do you regulate your emotions? And then for the older kids, it's like, well, what are your personal standards? Who are you? And how are you going to show up in situations like, you know, being offered drugs or, you know, uh, seeing someone being bullied, you know, and getting them to really think about not just who they are, but how they want the world to see them you know, and then how to operate from that. And and for all of the, the lessons that we have, I mean, students are coming up with their own methods, their own systems. We're like, okay, here's a whole lot of choice, but you come up with your own system so that you know that when this happens, that this is what you'll do, you know. So we, we, we've got all of that um, in there. And we, and we have support for the teachers, of course. Uh, but the cool thing is, you know, being a technology company, which is one of the hats that we wear, uh, we've been able to create this, you know, awesome way of de delivering the curriculum to the teachers. So they just have to press play and watch a video with the class and lead them through the exercise. Um, but we have uh, a student portal so that uh, kids can log in, the students log in, they can access their lessons and their workbooks inside the portal. Um, they also have what we call a wellness check-in. So it comes as a pop-up once a week. So they check in to let us know how they're feeling, how they're coping, you know, what's happening with school. So it gives the teachers and the counsellors a really great snapshot of what's happening within their class and who might be struggling so they can come in with some, you know, the, the right kind of intervention. Um, but the coolest little thing that we have is uh, this AI technology, this voice recognition technology. Uh, it's called Vibonics. And so kids will talk into their device for 15 seconds and it actually measures the emotions that they're feeling at the time. So, so it's going to be great to be able to compare the what they're telling us and what we're measuring. <laughs> but again, it's, you know, there are so many kids that are struggling right now that teachers and, and counselors are finding it really difficult to keep up and to see every single student. 
Um, and this way gives them an opportunity to, to be able to see anyone who is struggling at a quick glance so they can go in and help where they really need to. I think it was you that said one time that, you know, and maybe this is an Australian saying, but you said something like, um, you know, like you, you say yes to something really big and then you chew like hell to like figure it out as you go. <laughs> How does the saying go? Cause I'm butchering Cause I just it, bite I off more than I can chew. Then I just chew like hell. <laughs> well, you know, here's what we've had many conversations about bold goals and like, this is certainly a big bold goal. And it's something like you, you've trusted that there's something that you are saying yes to that is so much bigger than you. Yeah. And holding that vision meant you had to accept help and support and like guidance and, res you know, get resources in, in very unique ways. Like, you know, what do you think has been the biggest stretch for you in saying yes to this goal? Hmm. Getting over my own small voice. You know, I was on a, uh, a Zoom call at one stage with Debbie, who's my partner, uh, a girlfriend of mine, Susan Buttinger, who's part of a, 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 you know, a group with me, a transformational-led group, um, and then two professors. So, you know, we started off the call and I goes, well, let's introduce ourselves. And everyone's telling them, me, you know, this is my master's and this is my degrees and this is my blah, blah, blah. And then it gets to me and I'm like, well, I left school when I was 15 and, uh, and, but, but, and, so I've had this little voice going, who do you think you are? You know, we have that imposter syndrome sometimes. And I'm like, like, seriously, who do I think I am? But what I've got to the point is I've got, got to own what I bring to the project. Like this technology platform wouldn't exist without us, right? With, without my movies. Um, and, you know, even in meditation a couple of months ago, uh, you know, what came through in my meditation was, Natalie, it's you. It's how passionate you are. It's the way that you speak. It's the way that you think differently to everyone else. It's you. You're the magic source. This is why you have this. Because I keep thinking, oh, no, it's not me. I, you know, um, But I have to sit in there and own that as well. So it's easy to get caught up in the, like, I shouldn't be doing this. I'm not good enough. I'm not qualified enough. So I had to get past that, you know, and really step into to what I do bring. You know, and it's it's funny because, you know, you'll have friends like you that go, what do you mean? If anyone can make this happen, you can make it happen. But if you listen to that small voice too much, then I don't even hear what you're saying. I'm just, you know, stuck over here. So it's been the pandemic in a way was was a great opportunity for me to really go deep with my own, you know, with with myself and to go to pull out all the the bits and pieces that I need to release so that I can become the person that I need to be to hold the space for such a huge project. So the other thing I know is that you, you mentioned actually when we were in the green room and, and I was laughing to myself because I'm like, yes, um, you know, you've started this new project in your late forties, now moving into your fifties. And I'm curious, like, what is that like? Like, again, like the mindset, the, you know, like, who do you have to shift into being to put what I think is really like a legacy mission? You know, this is like a legacy mission that you're in. Yeah. Well, remember when we started Mind Movies, I was 40. 
and had never, they only used a computer for bookkeeping. I still only type with like six fingers. Um, so I didn't have any experience. And so I was so outside my comfort zone. And at 40, you're still thinking, wait, wow, I, I'm learning all this new stuff. And it was great. And luckily, what I was learning was manifestation and all of that. So I've gathered enough evidence over the last 12 years working with my movies uh, to know that, you know, you're right. If anyone can make this happen, I can make it happen. <laughs> um, and not me per se, but the way that I'm able to leverage the universe and the divine and, and bring people in. And, and you know, I, I, I knew that. But again, it's like well, I was alluding to before. It's like, oh, but I'm in my fifties now. It's like maybe it's time. To, I, I I I oscillate between. I'd really like to just retire and just have fun and you know have a great time. And then I'm like, but kids need help, and I know that I can make a difference here. So I kind of go between the two. Um, but I, I think this time it's like when we started buying movies, we had to do everything ourselves. You know, we had no money. We were just, you know, existing on fumes. But this time, at least I have that knowledge um, and I have an amazing team. So that really does help a lot. Um, and I just seem to be able to attract the right people at the right time. And sometimes I attract people even when I don't realize I need them. <laughs> they come in, I'm like, oh, excellent. I didn't even know that was going to be my next step. Great. So I'm, you know, very much in tune with all of that. Um, and I try to forget the 50 or I don't, I don't put any meaning to it. You know, sometimes we, we look at our parents when they were 15, they were, they were on the, you know, downhill slope. They were, they were slowing down. Um, and honestly, I feel like I'm just getting started. And I, I am with this project. I am just getting started. And that. I, I love that. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, the thing is we don't have to do it ourselves. Right. And it's like, right. I think the older we get, the wiser we get, the more we recognize these are not um, boulders. We're meant to push up a hill all by ourselves. Like we, we, that boulder moves faster when we are a collective uh, group of people that are going to move things together yeah. and, or you use leverage, right? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, I was kind of curious this being such a big goal and there being so many pieces to it where you're like, wow, I have no idea. Like this is new. Like I, I this is not my thing for the listeners, a part of our audience who are sitting on a bold goal, sitting on a big dream and they keep smashing it down. They keep getting distracted with 7,000 other projects and, you know, entrepreneurial bright, shiny ideas. What is the one thing you've learned through this process that, you know, that person might need to hear today to really move that goal forward. Yeah. Well, you know, as I was saying earlier, like as entrepreneurs, we're capable people. We can do a lot of different things. Um, and so the my mantra that I started at the beginning of 2020, and then all of a sudden the world assisted me in this, uh, was just because I can doesn't mean I should. <laughs> um, and, you know, like that moment that I realized when I was just, carrying everything over in my mind moving I'm like I need to choose a lane I need to pick one thing that I can put all of my focus into and something that I know that I can actually move the needle on now I, I kids is like I don't know in the beginning why I thought I could do that but obviously you know as things have unfolded that's how it's it's, it's unfolding and it's going to make a massive difference um, but I just had to choose one 
So, you know, you've got to think about what is the one thing that you know, like, like I said, I, I could have done the TV show because that to me was a sexy choice, um, but it's not fulfilling. It's not legacy. It's not, you know, something that's that I think will make the difference that the kids program could. That's why when, you know, Debbie reached out to me, I was like, Oop, okay, kids program. And like, I knew straight away when she said that, I'm like, okay, I heard you. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, we've danced around this a little bit here and there, but I, I'd love if we just brought it into like this moment, like what is your great hope? What is the impact that you believe is possible when we bring these resources to the teachers and to the kids in schools, like paint the picture for us. Yeah. Well, for starters, the kids will be optimistic about the future. And when you can go through life from a place of confidence um, and self-esteem, then you're not just looking at the problem, you're coming up with ways to solve the problem. You know, you look at life uh, with, uh, you know, with so much energy and passion, and you also have an incredible social network around you. So, you know, I think that we're, the planet is kind of at this place where we're in this kind of sticking point right now. Um, there, we're as polarized as we've ever been. Um, so, you know, teaching students and kids how to sit in those kind of conversations, even though you may not agree with the other person, um, but still have, be able to sit in that conversation is going to be huge. And this is something else that we, that we teach as well. It's like, how, how do you do that? Um, and so we're, I'm looking at some really well-adjusted, you know, kids. Like we're not saying that that every child will be, you know, uh, without issues because we all have, you know, we all have something. We'll have some kind of programming from our past. Um, but they will be happier. They will be healthier, you know, and they will have um, like an energy for the future and optimism for the future. That's really what I'm working towards. So if you could wave the magic wand and get one magical resource or level of support to drop in, what would it be? Definitely a contact with a school or a school district. You know, at the moment, we are starting to uh, uh, have talks with uh, three different school districts in Texas, which is really amazing and awesome and fantastic. But if anyone has, uh, you know, students at school or know a school that are looking for a program like this, um, if you could reach out to me, that would be awesome. Uh, Natalie at mindmovies.com, that, that email will come straight through to me. And if you'd like to find out more about the program, you could just go to personalgrowthstudies.com and that'll give you a whole bunch of information about that too. Well, I know that a big spark behind all of this and one of the, the things that have just made, like, it's, I guess we would call it a tool that makes all this possible for you is the Mind Movies um, if somebody wanted to find out more about mind movies, which I, which I absolutely love. It's one of my favorite resources <laughs> that, that is a part of the law of attraction and manifesting uh, tool set that I use, but how could fi people find out more about that too? Yeah. Well, I recommend, um, that you go to mindmovies.com forward slash amplified. So on that page, you can actually download six pre-made mind movies. So these movies are already done for you um, and they're on things like building confidence and wealth and health and relationships. Um, and number one, it gives you a very clear idea of what a mind movie is. <laughs> 
And number two, it also gives you a starting point for you to get a little clearer about what wealth represents for you, you know, what confidence looks like for you or what health looks like so that you can um, be much clearer, especially when you're, you know, moving forward, using the law of attraction, visualizing about what that looks like for you, because we all have a different version of that. Um, and uh, with the My Movies, you can download them directly to your computer. You can save them to your device. You can watch them on the go. They're a really fun, cool little way to to get yourself into a vibrational alignment, you know, with the theme of whatever that My Movie is. I love it. And so I want to I want to say if you you're listening in right now, uh, when you go and get the Mind Movies tools, I want you to go make your first Mind Movie and then tag Natalie and I in it on your favorite social media platforms and share it with us. We want to we want to celebrate your uh, your Mind Movie uh, wins there yeah. as you go. That'd be fun. That'd be amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, I love it. Thank you for putting that together too and making it so easy for people. Um, okay, so this is the part in the conversation where I get to have some some get to know Natalie in a bigger way, but we've already done that somewhat. So I'm very curious to see how you answer these. What is the boldest thing you've ever done to grow the reach of your work in the world? You're like, how many bold things yeah. can I talk about in one statement? <laughs> I'm asking the queen of bold action here. What's yeah, the boldest right. thing and you know what? Done? I think it was the, the decision to come to the U.S. Hmm. You know, our first year, we, I mean, we left behind our mortgages, our dogs, our life, and came over here um, with credit cards and, you know, joined a mastermind group that we couldn't afford and, you know, really worked our butts off. And, you know, we racked up 120 grand on credit cards just to get my movies launched to the world. And, uh, and, and you know the story that it landed in September 2008 when everyone's losing their homes and their jobs and their shirts. Um, and we ended up doing a $700,000 week. So it, it paid off, but it we had put everything on the line for yeah. that, to, for that. Was that time. blind faith or was that really using the tools? Well, no. Well, the smartest thing we did was join that mastermind <laughs> yeah. because we had enough people. We surrounded ourselves with enough people who knew exactly what they were doing, who kept telling us, you're on the right track, you're doing the right thing. They were giving us the right advice um, and the right support. So we knew we were onto something, you know, and uh, even when, we, you know, our pre-launch week, our list went from 8,000 to 80,000. And Frank Kern was the guy that was running that mastermind. And he said, guys, even if everything falls to crap next week, when you open up your shopping cart, you've got an 80,000 list. You've now got a business. So, you know, even then it was like, we were like, ah, but we've got 120 grand on credit card. <laughs> but, you know, we, we, it would, the people that you surround yourself with is of critical importance, you know. I would agree with that 100%. And you said two things that I think are so important. You said you invested in a mastermind, you invested in, in guidance, yeah. but you also took action. And I want to just reinforce how important those two pieces have to go together because yeah. you can invest in the most expensive, exquisite masterminds and coaches. But if you're not taking that action, it still isn't going to work. And you guys are just so masterful at doing both. <laughs> and, uh, it's been such an amazing journey to watch you guys take off and serve so many people with this great resource that you've built. Uh, last question. Yeah. What is one thing you wish you would have done sooner? Mm. 
God, I don't know. Um, I actually cannot answer that question. Oh wow! I thought I, you would actually go in a, in a certain direction with that. So now I'm I'm now I got to ask a, a second question to okay. that. Okay. <laughs> Is there one thing when it popped for you? You're like, why did I wait so long? Or when um, you saw the benefits that would emerge from it? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I think. I mean, there's if you're talking about something like that, then, you know, I think of all my spiritual practices. I think of, you know, the business that we have. I think think of, you know, my evolution with my relationship with Glenn. I think of, I mean, there's lots of things that kind of fit that that description. I think that when you, the question the way it was answered, asked before, it's like, it's like, do you regret anything? And I'm like, no, everything happened in divine timing. And I kind of understand that. And I yeah. love that and acknowledge that. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, just even understanding the law of attraction and applying that and making my movies, like even that sometimes, I, I don't know why I still get surprised. I'm like, I should know better. Of course, this is going to happen. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think that's. Yeah. And sometimes people do say like, no, because like everything's happened in divine timing and that's perfect yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Uh, Natalie. And in hindsight, so and in hindsight, you can look back and go, Yes. At the time I wasn't happy with it, but I'm really glad that it happened that way. And I can see why it had to happen that way. Yeah. And that's spiritual wisdom and grace, knowing that things unfold the way they unfold. They may, we may not like them in the moment, but we recognize in hindsight, like, oh yeah, of course it had to go that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. We've had a few of those conversations too, haven't we? <laughs> Natalie, thank you so much. And I just really want to acknowledge and honor you for stepping into this big, bold vision. Like I know in a decade, we are going to be celebrating some of the most extraordinary wins. We're going to be witnessing transformation in schools and in children who are, they're different. They're coming out more well-adjusted. They're coming with strengths and uh, confidence and courage that they got because they got different tools in school. And I know you are going to be a huge part of the the movement that that helps make that happen. So I'm grateful that you said yes to the big vision and are going to be a part of that change in the world. So thank, thank you, you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in today, Amplifier. Be sure to join us right now in the Amplify Your Authority community at authorityamplifiers.com and I'll share my seven proven tips to be a highly paid expert that stands out in a crowded market. Plus, we're going to keep this conversation going and I want to hear from you how you're going to amplify your authority and make a greater impact. Before you go, please take a minute to give our show and our guests some love over on your favorite podcasting platform. Subscribe, rate, and review. Leave your full name and I'll spotlight you and your authority on social media. <laughs>